<laughs> Stamp duty, the million dollar question. A lot of people have been speaking about we need a new system. There is a new system proposed. If you want to hear about it, stay tuned and watch the show. everyone welcome to morning minutes myself michael bergio mark novak special guest accountant of the show harry good morning good morning guys today we're going to be talking about stamp duty the current model which a lot of people know of but and have been sort of cheering for something new to happen and also the new proposed model that could come into action as early as march this year we're going to be talking about what's better, pros and cons, and if you're just a typical person looking to buy, how will it affect you? Gents, Harry, let's, I th where do we, um, I think we've, we've said this on the show many times, especially with the current economy at the moment, is property is just going to be sort of built up because it's a attack, uh, it's, it's revenue for the country, revenue for state, especially why other um, money-making mechanisms like tourism, immigration are down. And what we've sort of touched on briefly, this could be a door to really incentivise higher transactions for property, lower the barrier to get into property, because stamp duty has always been a bit of a hurdle. As hard as it is saving the 20%, stamp duty is about 4% of the property price, can be 30, 50, $100,000. So anything that helps with minimising that, um, is something that w will prick up people's ears, but there's always pros and cons to it. Is that certainly. right? Yeah, certainly. Look, st stamp duty has been around for over 150 years. Um, and as you say, it's been a massive hurdle for, for buyers getting to the market. Um, you know, it's, it's taking a fair amount of time to save for a 20% deposit, let alone the additional stamp duty cost that you need to save. Um, and with property prices increasing, um, as stamp duty is assessed on the market value of the property, you can just see how harder it's getting for people to save uh, that additional stamp duty value. So, yeah, exactly right. It's a huge hurdle for, for people. Because a lot of people, because like stamp duty, when it was last changed or advised, I think we looked at it one show, Mark, I think it was 50 years ago when the average price was like 100 uh, grand. So, and you look... and. 85, 1985 yeah. ish, ish. And so what's that? The 15, 35 years ago. So, like, the stamp duty was just a small portion. But then when you look at the median price, is now like a million, 1.1. I don't know if they ever thought it would become so large. And a lot yeah. of people are going, like, this is out of whack. When you look at the current the model of stamp duty, like, you're talking about prices at 80 grand, 100 grand when it came in. Like, it, a lot of people have always said it may be a little outdated. Yeah. And and the difficulty is, Michael, is it's assessed on the market value of the property. So as, as property values go up, your stamp duty goes up. So this new proposal... Clever before, government. Yeah. Well, they, they, they probably didn't expect property values to, to increase so, so large when they set up stamp duty in the first place. So that was the initial problem, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, if you think about a million dollars in uh, the mid-80s, that probably represented about 
uh, if it's double, double, doubled, that probably represented about $7 million today. So they thought, okay, well, if you're over $7 million, we're going to whack you for 4%. But the problem is that that's now become an, an everyday price for a, a uh, in some suburbs, even for a unit. That's yeah. Problem a. And I'm just bringing it up. Like, you can tell how outdated it is when. Look at it, zero to fourteen thousand dollars, fourteen to thirty-one thousand, thirty-one to eighty-three, and obviously the percentage above is what we're all working on. But whenever you're starting at potential prices at fourteen thousand dollars, you're like, hang on, this system yeah. isn't really working. So let's 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 dive into it. I think a big question people will be asking: I own my family home. I'm looking to buy an investment property. And if I had the the choice, because we spoke off here, you actually will have the option, potential option of choosing the current model and the new proposed. So let's put ourselves in the, the mum and dad second investment property and tell us what you would recommend or what would be the key things, the questions they should ask themselves, like their, how they're buying and what their plans are for the property to choose yep. which would be better. Okay, so to, to answer your particular scenario, you're looking at a second purchase of a home as an investment property. Um, the, the key question to ask is, what is your investment horizon in purchasing the property? So do you want to invest this investment property, so um, renovate this investment property um, and flip and, and buy a new one within a couple of years? Um, or do you want to purchase and hold this investment property for years to come and possibly pass down to your uh, children or, or family members. If you want to renovate and flip, then you're probably better off paying the annual property tax. Um, if you want to invest and hold for the long term, look, the, the stamp duty is still uh, an option for you uh, and that would be the better option. Uh, however, critically, if you do elect to opt in to the property tax model, any future purchaser um, of your investment property also has to pay the property tax moving forward so they don't have a choice. So can you explain the property tax, what that would be? So, yeah, explain the difference between the stamp duty and the property tax model. Yeah, so the stamp just, duty just, is... Just quickly, just, quickly, yeah. just quickly before you do, anyone who's just started watching, we are talking about stamp duty. The government is talking about a, an option of two keep the old system or the new system is a pay-as-you-go. Back over to you. And Harry's our, our accountant uh, working through it, the, the numbers with you today. Back over to you, Harry. Yeah. So so with, with the uh, stamp duty, it's assessed on the market value of the pro uh, property, so 4% of whatever you, you purchase the property for. Um, but the property tax model is assessed on the unimproved land value. So similar to how council rates work, um, so your property tax is assessed on the land value of the property. Um, so on a million dollars as an owner-occupier, uh, you're looking at around $3,500 per year to pay on that. Um, if you were buying it outright, um, and you want to pay stamp duty, then you, you, you know, you're paying about close to $40,000. So there's a big saving there. And that's what and you that's meant what by if you're holding it long-term, because if you're paying three and a half grand a year and you yeah. have it for 20 years, you're paying $65,000 
in the property tax, but if you just paid stamp duty up front, you're only paying yeah. forty thousand. So you'd be paying yeah. more in the long run that way. Yeah, look, the modelling is around 14 years on a million-dollar property as an owner-occupier. If you want to live in it for more than 14 years, you're probably better off paying stamp duty. But if you want to uh, sort of, you know, buy, buy a new one, sell it, buy a new one, um, within the 14 years, you're probably better off paying annual property tax. Now, if you're a if you're a landlord at the moment, you're probably got you've probably got a bit of a sore head around. If you're a landlord at the moment, you've probably got a sore head around um, tax every year that you're paying, right? So land tax, land taxes is, is every year. I'm hearing more and more landlords win. Yeah whinge about land tax now land tax was payable as you go this yeah. is a model this is as you go model as well yeah. i can't help to think that that it's going to be once they've got you uh that you're we're doing modeling at the right uh, at the moment over 14 years sounds pretty good but i yeah. can't help but to think that you know in hard times or when they they, they use it almost like the reserve bank does with um interest rates they reg they use it to regulate the market they use stamp duty yeah. to regulate the market scary yeah just just on that mark a very important point with uh, as an investment owner if you are paying land tax and you opt in to pay property tax um, the property tax model substitutes the land tax as well so you don't need to pay land tax if you opt in the property ah, tax. that's big that's okay nice. yeah so that's yeah, Jeezy, you're so smart, so smart. So that's it's all out there. You can read. Um, it's it's public information, but yeah, most people don't know that this is coming in into place. So it's important we talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Now, is there would let's say you had you were planning to have it for? I'm just trying to think. Maybe you chose the property tax model because you wanted that property, you couldn't afford to pay the full stamp duty. And then you're thinking about maybe keeping it five years, but you're coming up to that 14 years. Would you advise, because then if you, then you keep it for another 30 years, you could be paying triple stamp duty. Would you, would you sort of just sell by something else or can you do something if you are going to hold it for 30 years and you actually opted in for the pay as you yeah, go? Yeah, look, the, the difficult thing is once you opt in, you can't really opt out. So yeah. Uh, it's important you get good advice initially when you are purchasing the property, um, and you're, you set you set yourself up for the for your investment horizon. So you know what you're going to do with it. It's you know uh, people don't have that freedom anymore. With you are sort of uh, you know electing to, to opt into the annual property tax, you can't sort of change your mind halfway through and say, oh, I should have paid stamp duty. Um, oh, if you do want to, in, in that case, you're probably better off selling what you've got and then buying another one and, and opting in to pay the stamp duty if you do want to hold it for the long term. Now, there's going to be some handicapping done as well. So if you decide, if you buy a property and you nominate to do the pay-as-you-go stamp duty, it's just it sits with me easier when I say it that way, that pay it's to pay as you go stamp duty must always remain with the property for the rest of the life of that property if Correct. that property will Correct. be will be handicapped to only Correct. offer 
that. So us as real estate agents may be marketing what that you can do pay-as-you-go stamp duty or a one-off stamp duty when we yeah. market a property. That's yeah. Weird. And, and, yeah, and, and properties that have that choice, um, in, in my opinion, would be more desirable um, because it'll give you other give you options for for a larger pool of, of buyers. Um, so it could create a two-tier property market if it does come into place. Yeah, because where it will really handicap that property, which is say it could be the forever home, it could just be not like a really a property that it's not really an investment property. And yeah, if you you're, if you have to buy it under the pay to go, knowing if you keep it longer than fourteen years, you're going to be paying more than it would have been if you just paid it up front. Could bring some hesitation. But then on the flip side, if you actually go into a bit more detail with the client, because that could be their first thought, but then you say, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you actually own three properties. You would normally, well, even though you wouldn't own your principal residence, pay land tax if you put this somewhere or you would save land tax on it. Well, actually, that sort of wouldn't work as well because your principal residence, you wouldn't pay land tax. No. So you would be stuck paying the pay as you go over 30 years, paying more. That's right. Before, so that's where it yeah. could really handicap the yeah. forever if, home. If it's your forever home, yeah. If, if it's your forever home, you're better off paying stamp duty um, one off. Um, but if you can't, you then you can't. Yeah, that's what, correct. You correct. Well, you, you've got to lower your expectations with, with purchase price, I guess. If you can't, you know, um, yeah. And if you're paying stamp duty as you go, you've potentially got four percent more deposit in your back pocket. Correct. This is the idea. This is this is the proposal. You know, it it allows you to to buy something um, more desirable, and we haven't spoken about first home buyers as well. So um, this is huge for first home buyers because it's getting them into the market. So what the proposal is doing for first home buyers? Let's just say um, a property is worth eight fifty. Um, the stamp duty on that is usually. 31,000 roughly. Um, what this proposal is doing is that it's giving first home buyers $25,000 in cash. Um, and cash. they can, cash, yeah. And they can avoid paying the 31K stamp duty and opt into the property tax model. So they're about 56K well, better off as a anyway, first home buyer. What's that? First home buyer doesn't have stamp duty anyway, up to, up to 800 Gs. Well, yeah, if it's eight fifty, they're buying up to eight fifty or higher than the yeah. higher than the threshold. Then yeah. they will have stamp yeah. duty. Yeah, yeah, a million dollars. So that will definitely help yeah. that way or that second investment property. Um, yeah, I mean, if a first home buyer is cashed up and sort of you know ready to buy their first home, uh, they've been waiting and waiting and waiting all this time. Now you know it could be a good opportunity next year to to jump in and take advantage of this annual property tax model. And let's face it, our society is happy with pay less now, pay more in the future. Look at how we look at look how we look at credit cards, like after look pay at and all those after sorts of pay. <laughs> and as like I know Luke saying, uh, Luke Maroney on Facebook, new structure is terrible, people and short term focus. This will hurt in years to come, as we discussed with the My God, pay more. Luke's the most positive person I know. It will lead to more defaults, people getting into property with very little skin. There's always that worry by making loans more accessible, making all the barriers lower that it will 
give people money who won't be able to afford it. There is, it does open the doors there. Um, it, but it, it just sort of goes off the back of what the economy, regardless of long-term needs, needs stimulation, it needs transactions. Our economy is lacking a lot um, of other funds. And this just gives a good boost to the property market, right or wrong. Um, we have all asked for a change and there looks yeah. like there's something's going to happen. Uh, with, with the, just on that topic, with, with the um, investment owners, with the property tax, the, the proposal is that um, there's also going to be a protection clause in there with deferment of liabilities. So if you have difficulty paying your property tax as you go, um, the government won't make you sell your property to pay the property tax. They'll work with you in, in a in a deferment liability scheme to help you pay that back slowly. So, you know, you're not going to be forced out of not being able to pay it. There is a protection clause there. And Generation, Generation X, yeah. Generation this, X style. Will this be a deductible? Because I don't believe you can claim back stamp duty. It is. Yeah, it will be tax deductible, property tax. Yeah. That's so another that's benefit of it, yeah. That's a big benefit. Because yeah. wow. duty you couldn't do anything with, but now you've had basically added on another two, three, four grand. As an investment, investment owner, yeah, if investment property owner, yeah. Okay, so you're not going to be paying land tax if you're on it. You're going Correct. to have four percent. You're going to have four percent in your back pocket straight away if you're buying a place, and it's yeah. tax deductible. Sounds yeah. good to me. Well, it, it's, it's substituting land tax for an investment owner if you're over the threshold. So, yeah. What else, Harry? What are the, some good and bad things in this? So we've got the tax deductible. You're not going to be forced to sell if you're falling behind or work with you. Um, lower barrier, barrier to enter. Any other big pros or cons? Yeah, look, I think the big pros are for the first-time buyers just to get them into the market. As I said, there's a huge 25K um, cash outlay. Um, they could use that to, to pay the property tax on an annual basis or they could use that to, to renovate their property. Um, look, I, I think it's going to increase activity. It's going to make real estate agents busier. It's going to create uh, builders, uh, carpenters, uh, electricians, plumbers, because people will start renovating their properties. Um, yep. And the reason why they'll do that is because property tax is not based on your market value of the property. It's based on the unimproved land value. So you could renovate your property and then sell and the buyer won't have to pay a huge stamp duty cost on that. The unimproved, that's not what land tax is based on, which because if you buy a unit for 800 grand, usually that land tax value is only 100 grand. Are you saying that or what you bought it from? Oh, it's, it's the land value assessed. So it's like council rates, how council rates are assessed. It's on, on the land value of the property, not so the that's market huge. value. Because yeah. the, that value of a unit is generally a hundred thousand, even if you paid a million dollars for the yeah. unit. So you're paying four percent yeah. on the hundred. Let's say it's four percent, four percent on the hundred grand, rather than an upfront four percent on the million. So that's a well, big it's not it's not four percent on the unimproved land value. There's a separate calculation for that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's not it's not a four percent swap. It's it's a okay. there's a separate calculation for it. Um, but what happens is the, the valuer's office will value the property, the land, and come back with a land value, and yes. then that's what, the, that's what the property tax is based on. And do you know what that, what's their proposed figure if that comes back so, at 100 grand? Yeah, so the owner-occupier 
is 0.3% of the unimproved land value plus $500, plus a fixed sum. So um, that's what it gets to. And then investment owners is 1% of the unimproved land value plus 1500 per year. So, so you can see that it's higher rate for investment owners. Wait, so if it's, um, if it's 100 grand, 1%, 10% is 10 grand, 1% is 1,000 plus five, so it would be 1,500. So a typical unit at 800 grand would have that land value of a hundred grand, so it's only about fifteen hundred dollars a year. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's sort of that, that's the model around it. So you're paying a smaller sum each year compared to a larger outlay. Sounds around sort of ten ten percent ish. You know, like you said, for over fourteen years yeah. payback. But that's a show. Are, are you the smartest accountant in Australia? Is this true? No. <laughs> well, it's all public knowledge, Mark. So there's a consultation paper out there. People can have a read of it. Um, it's over to feedback to Mark. Consultation paper. Everyone would rather just watch this than read a consultation paper. You had some good oil yeah. in this one. Yeah. Well, yes, it's a huge, huge topic. Um, if you are looking to buy, um, look, you may be might be worthwhile just to wait a little bit and just to see what happens in in next early next year um yeah yeah depends on your investment horizon that's the critical point yeah it is i'd love to see if luke's done a video on this he's obviously very passionate i know because luke's a big long-term wealth creation and um i think a key thing here is prop you'll have the opportunity to choose it's a choice it's a so choice. It, exactly right. It may yeah. not be in five years. A lot of a lot of things that come in with a choice and come in cheaper in five years, they're not a choice and they're more expensive. But I think they will gauge it for how it, how it unfolds, the feedback, yeah. and then it, it may not be a choice in five or ten years, and we'll see how it goes. Oh, look, I, I see it. I don't see the government changing the goalposts again after this. It will be very difficult. It will be very um, you know, illogical of them to do so, given they've put this forward and allowed comments uh, to yeah. come forward. So, you know, stamp duty was around for 150 years. So I think this new model will be around for quite a long time if it does get No, passed. but change it as in getting rid of the old one, changing it. So at the moment, like if yeah. they work out yeah. two, you, or no, yeah. you reckon? Yeah, it's, again... Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, but I, I think a lot of people do want to pay that upfront stamp duty cost as well. Yep. I think that's a very desirable thing to do. So I don't see them getting rid of that. And for the yeah. government, they would rather get it up front as well in some cases and have yeah. it. They're yeah. basically creating two bank accounts, one for upfront payments, which everyone yep. loves upfront payments, or a longer-term payment, but they end up getting more. So. I think it's not bad. It's good for options and something. Yeah, has to change. I mean, options are always good. I think options are always good. It opens a door to a lot of investment options and, and the, you know, stages. So it helps. Awesome. Well, thank you very Barry, much. You're a legend, buddy. Coming on. No problem, guys. Legend, legend, yeah. legend. All right. You answered all my questions and I had a lot of them. And yeah. uh, that, that's a cracker. So, Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's very hard for people to get uh, a qualified accountant or solicitor to uh, give to uh, to talk on video for free. Uh, but your services are available. If anyone needs an accountant, we're going to whack your number in there. And uh, what sort of accounting do you do? Uh, business services, tax, audit. So yeah, the whole 
a lot. And I've, I've already had your comments in the head bit and I'll repost them there. So anyone reach out. All right. Thank no problem. You. Excellent. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Great guys. to chat. No problem. All right. Cheers, Michael. Yeah. See you,